Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is Reservations. I'm Jeremy Blair. And I'm Rain Whalen. And we're done. We're, this is it. This is the, the last one for the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The episode's over. Yeah, right, episode's over. No, we're done. I mean, this, I mean, <laughs> what I meant was that we're done. Like, this is the last one. This is... Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's We did it. Uh, it's so hard to believe that it just feels like we just started season six, but at the same time... No, because then when you think about, like, when we talked about ago, Irreversible... Oh, yeah, Irreversible was... Man. That was a long time ago. I know. Yeah. It's still still wild to think about that we started a movie with a... We started the season off with a movie with a 10-minute rape scene in it. And then we're ending it with this one. Yeah. <laughs> we're ending it with a, a series on love. Yeah. Which is so wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I apologize, everyone. Oh, that's Hang Alex. on. I gotta, I gotta lean down. I'm out of frame. Don't judge me. Oh, Jesus. Uh, anyway. Um... Yeah, man, I, it's it's just so crazy that here we are once again at the end of a season. Um, what's really funny when uh, when we had that freeze, I had to be on a manager call. Oh, and <laughs> just like when we when we have to do the podcast over Zoom, I set up my computer my computer in front of my movies. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> finally someone asked me, they're like, "Rain, are you at a blockbuster?" <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 this is my, I mean, of course, wall is subjective. I was like, no, this is my movie wall. And uh, they're like, wow, we thought you were in a library or something. I was like, well, it's, it, it, uh, it, has, you, the, it has the reverence of a library. Are you in a blockbuster? That's really what they have. They're like, yes, I'm in a blockbuster. Uh, and then they, and then uh, my boss was like, great, are you still doing your podcast? I was like, yeah, we're, we're about to wrap up season six. And then. Maybe take a week or two off and then go into season seven. Yep. Straight into it. Yeah. But before, no we, before we get into that, we have to talk about Before Midnight. That's right. The, the final epi- episode, the final movie of the Before Trilogy. Yeah. Which uh, you kind of, I think you kind of said it in our tease for this series is, um, if they're going to do another one, which I don't think they should. I think this is, I think three is perfect. This, you know, this perfect story of meeting the love of your life, mm-hmm. reconciling, and then fighting to maintain. And then that I love. have to make a correction. I believe I said they were married and they are not married. So, well, so did I. I thought they were married yeah, they too, are, they but they, not, they are not. They are not married. Technically. Yeah, that revelation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, we'll get we'll get into that because yeah. that disappointed me also. But um, but yeah, so here we go. Yeah. Okay. Before so midnight. first time seeing it, what'd you think? Um, don't be mad at me. Okay. I like this one the most. Okay. No, that's fine. I, yeah. Good. I love this one the most. I I agree with you that each one has consecutively gotten better and better. And I really yeah. thought I was gonna like Before Sunset the most. Yeah. I really was. I was like, you know, how are they gonna how are they gonna top that? And they and they topped it. I mean, it's. I think because once again, the one thing that I've been saying throughout this series is the progression is natural in Mm. this story. You know, now, you know, and I guess we're just going to jump right into it. Now we are picking up nine years later, Celine and Jesse are officially a couple. They are not married, but they might as well be because they have two twins together. Not two sets of twins. New, just two. They don't have four kids. They just no, have no. a pair of twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a pair of socks. Right. Or a pair of glasses. Wait. No. No. Anyway. Because that would imply that you would have, you're wearing two glasses. Right. A pair of pants. No. But that also. 
<laughs> but but they have kids and they are sort of you know now we're we're seeing what makes a relationship real not necessarily in the sense of you know having kids makes a relationship real but they are having to now maintain this love that they started back in 94 yeah. and and work at it and like a real relationship would and and it's so and it's so just natural and uh, and that's what I loved about it is that it's you know like it's just so I, I, I out of the three I think this is the most real of the three now I opinion. did mention um, last time that uh, because you like that scene in the cab mm-hmm. right I go you're gonna love. Yeah, uh, I expected there. To, I expected there would be to fight. Uh, yeah, and just like before sunset, they saved the fight for the last twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a knockout, it's a long fight, drag out fight. But that's what it's like to be in in a relationship when when a fight starts, it evolves and it, you know, feelings get hurt and things are said that maybe aren't meant. Mm-hmm. And I think that's again. I think that's why I liked it so much. You know calling back again to the beginning of this season the the realism yeah you know and what i've been saying for the past two episodes it's so real and it's and this one especially feels the most natural okay um so where would you like to begin jeremy well let's start at the beginning so uh (laughs) i so I like that, you know, we're introduced to Henry officially, which is his son that mm-hmm. he had in before uh, Sunset. Who was four. Yes. At and the so time. and it's uh, fans of horror films may know him from the remake of The Omen. He's Damien in the remake uh-huh. of The Omen. Uh, that, that kid. He was also in, uh, I mean, I know there's no one out there because I know it's not you. He was also in uh, shout out to the Wes Anderson fans. He was in Moonrise Kingdom. I don't remember him being in Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. Even though I've only seen that movie once. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Right. But uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I did like that. Uh, dropping him off. Um, at the, at airport. the airport. Right. Um, getting some one-on-one time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool because it's sort of like... It's sort of like connecting to where we left off as an audience. Right. Right. Connecting to... There's Henry, there's there's his son, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, getting some exposition, he's divorced. Yep, he right? and he and Henry's mom got a divorce his, in, in the time between. His, his ex-wife fucking hates his guts. Yeah. Right, so much so that he can't, you know, which which I get, right? As, as a, you know, as a child of divorce, your fault. Shut um, the fuck up. And, <laughs> as a child of divorce, um, you know, you don't want, there to be conflict and so you try to avoid it and so you try to you know makes these um compromises like okay right. like if you can handle not going to this thing that'd be great because so and so is going to be there or whatever right yes like, like when he talks that. about the piano recital right he's like, like you, you know it's going to stress mom out and it's just going to stress me out maybe just don't come right like my my parents aren't really to that to that place but i mean it, it you know, just in case, right? You're like, yeah, I think it'd be weird if you went. Well, yeah, and 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 that's something that I also uh, connected to. Also, being as a child divorce, you know, trying to trying to uh, 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 cater to one parent or the other, you know, because 
growing up in that, you you don't want everyone to feel uncomfortable or no. anything like that. Because um, that would make me feel uncomfortable. Exactly. And, and, and Henry says it perfectly and very eloquently as a uh, an almost 13-year-old would. Or no, he would be 13. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just going to stress mom out, which is going to stress me out. So it's it would just be better if you don't come. Yeah. And it's not that he doesn't want his dad there. He, I'm sure, would love for Jesse to be there. But it's just he knows what will happen. Um, and he... I think he wants to avoid his dad or his mom with someone getting their feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. So better to hurt feelings now yeah. than later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jesse is sort of, you know, whatever. Uh, I, but again, I like this idea of connecting to where we left off with this, you know, it's not, I mean, it's expositional in before sunset that mm-hmm. he has a kid, right? Right. But getting, being able to meet the kid and whatever. And then once he leaves the airport, we're done with Henry. Oh yeah, that's a wrap on Henry. But well, in person, that's a wrap on Henry, because he calls uh, Selene a couple of times, and uh, and then we're thrusted into his new life, his this new world, right? Yes. Uh, this this world where he is he is with Celine. They have two girls, mm-hmm. and Nina and Ella. Um. Haley said that they look like the Sprouse brothers. The Sprouse twins. <laughs> of course, in 2012, the, Spout, the Sprouse brothers were still... They had just gotten done with, I think, the Sweet Life on Deck. So they were like... I mean, yeah, but they look like... They, I mean, I was like... I hey, could kind of see it a little I bit. I do, too. You know, as soon as she's... <laughs> You're just like, damn it. God damn it. Yeah. Like, no, I was thought they looked like Julie Delpy, but okay. Okay, fine. Um, and I, <laughs> I, so I like this, this opening ish because we you know we open in the, the airport, airport yeah. but this sort of introduction to their new life right where the camera follows jesse into his car and then the camera tracks dude. back i was like dude that was so smart it's so good and it doesn't cut right i mean it's just it's amazing mm-hmm. you know link later just killing it with these long I'm shots telling you bro and um nothing was improvised you know this is all just heavily rehearsed yeah uh, which yeah is really i, I was watching a little bit of the uh the supplements on my criterion uh of them day one after they wrapped production and they're in the hotel room and they're you know talking about how like yeah you know we had an outline and you know we had these ideas we had the scenes planned but what happened in those scenes is what we had to figure out Mm. and i was like oh that's how they wrote it yeah uh which i found so interesting but um because again again I know I know Future Rain hasn't been putting up the counter, but it, it's just so natural, like how they talk to each other. And I love and and you're right. And I love how Linklater thrusts us back into Jesse and Celine's relationship. Okay, now let's see what they've been up to right. for the last nine years. And this also plants the seed of the climax uh, for the big fight. Uh-huh. Uh, which is how do we get Henry back in our lives, right? Yeah. Uh, because not only is Henry very important to Jesse, but also to Celine as well, which it, I it, which I liked. I liked yeah, that. so did I. That Celine has really kind of taken on this very loving stepmother relationship with, yeah, with, with Henry. Henry. Right. And Henry reciprocates mm-hmm. this, right, as well. Because he is also, you know... He calls uh, her twice. Right. You yeah. know, he... Uh, he loves Celine just as much as he would love his mom, right? Mm-hmm. Except his mom is a drunk, alcoholic bitch. Yeah, um, which I, I I love that 
Celine does not hold back during the fight about uh, Jesse's ex-wife. Yeah. But we'll get there. Right. Um, yeah. And I love how we catch up with them. It's like, okay, so... All right, they're together now. They have these two girls. What have you guys been up to? Jesse's still a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, Celine is in sort of a transitional period from being a you know uh, an Earth fighter to now maybe potentially working for the Paris government. Yeah. Um, and it was just so, just like how I felt with before sunset, it just felt so great. Picking up where we left off, but it picked, you know, but even though it has been a nine year time jump, it does feel like we're picking right up where we left off. Right. And know? it's the little things. It's yeah. the thing about the apple. Yeah. Right. Like that, you know, he's stealing the apple from his daughter. You're going to take food from your daughter. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. Snoo- snooze you lose. You know what I mean, which like with the ruins too, it's yeah. like we're teaching them a very valuable lesson that you snooze you lose. <laughs> you know, it's these, these very fun light conversations and then of course sprinkling in the seed of of what's gonna right you know it, i hate that i'm so far away from henry right and I, I i hate that we're you know not a part of these very important years of his life mm-hmm. according to jesse yes because because uh, as we learn also through exposition uh henry is about to go into high school he's going to start as a freshman and you know jesse says this is a very crucial time in his life and i want to be a part of it yeah and celine i will say i apologize everyone if you can hear my dog uh oh, I hate your our, dog. our neighbor's uh kids are out and you know she feels like she has to yeah they're they're let out of their cages every once in a while and yeah. so they're they're free ranging at the moment what the kids yeah the kids are free ranging <laughs> yeah the kids are out of their cages I should've, that's should've what should have just kept her in a in a in a crate in the basement your dog no my wife my wife <laughs> I've been watching How I Met Your Mother. And when they bring back uh, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So. Uh, oh, shit. Hang on. I lost, my, I lost that thought. Hang on. Give me. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Um, but Celine. Very. So, okay. Sure. Even though I really love this movie. Celine's argument. The whole movie. It. It. it I see where Jesse comes from because it, mm-hmm. cu- it does kind of come out of nowhere where she immediately, all Jesse's saying is, I hate being away from him. This is a crucial time. I want to be in his life more. That's all he's saying. Yeah. And Celine immediately, I'm not moving to Chicago. I'm not moving to Chicago. Right. And it is sort of out of nowhere. But I could also see where Celine is like, he is, he's gearing up, right? I don't want him to waste his time thinking about right. breaking it to me. We're not going. Right? right. And so, like, it's sort of like this is not the first time they've had this conversation. Probably because, right? yeah, you know, as we learn in the, in the big fight, you know, you always get sad when he leaves yeah. and you always start a fight. Yeah. Which I feel like may be subjective because it seems like, at mm-hmm. least through Jesse's eyes, he's not trying to start a fight. He just right. wants to talk, is yeah. what he keeps saying. But again, we'll get to the big fight. Yeah. So, like, I, I do see. You know, again, it's this idea of Linklater plopping us, you know, nine years later, Mm -hmm. right? Where it's, I think in a normal movie, like in a normal sequel, right? Mm -hmm. We would almost like, it would almost be episodic where yes, yes, we're catching up with them, but there'll be new stuff, right? Right. A a beginning and an end to new stuff, right? right? 
But in here, it's almost like we're in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. He's plopping us in the middle of, you know, these people's lives, you know, where before sunset, it was, there was almost a sequel-esque quality quality to it because yes we're catching up with these characters but it's a beginning him you know being there for a specific purpose him meeting up with her again and then whatever right as we're this time they are they're in the tail end of their summer vacation yeah in greece which i love the locations of all three movies yeah vienna in the first one paris in the second one and now we're in greece yeah and i just i just love that and i love i love that link later is unafraid to actually film there. And, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're going to film in, you know, we're going to film in Philadelphia and we're going to make it look like Greece. No, 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 no. We're packing up. We're going to Greece. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Um, But anyway, so yes, we're plopped right in the middle of their summer vacation. Um, And it's, it's like the tail end, right? They have only have like a couple more days before they, they head back to Paris. Yeah. I believe. They don't explicitly say, but, you know, if they're sending Henry back, then their their vacation is almost over. Right. Um, but, yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah, we're, 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 yes, we're catching up, but unlike before sunset where there's new stakes, the most new that there is to this is Selena and Jesse are officially together and they have these girls. Yeah. But something I, I liked in the, in that, uh, after before the documentary that they did about the movie link later says like, yeah, we, we needed to understand that they had kids, but we weren't going to focus on the kids. Right. Which I think also feels what you're saying is him just kind of plopping us in the middle. Yeah. Because it's not like the kids are new. Like we like, Oh, they have twins now. And then, okay, cool. Don't don't focus on them. Yeah. They're like six. You know what I mean? And so it's like, kids aren't new to them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Kids are new to us. Yeah. But not to them. They're just like, whatever. Like, we've had them for a while. Who cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, they're the old nude kids. Yeah, they're kind of, I mean, they're kind of getting stale. You know what I mean? Honestly. Uh, so, yeah, that she just leaves a good enough apple just, like, laying around. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, this is where we, yeah. That's So, when, when we catch up with Jesse and Selena, this is when we get our first little seed to the big fight of, I'm not moving to Chicago. Yeah. And, and Jesse already kind of being combative is like i didn't say that right and 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 then we we kind of have to put it put that potential argument to bed yeah pin it because the girls wake up yeah and they have to be like oh like oh hey girls like we're gonna stop at a gas you know oh my god and then they were like what about the ruins like they were closed they were closed we're we're gonna we're gonna hit it up that Uh, made me laugh so hard (laughs) the ruins were closed the ruins were closed uh, and I love the apple, and I love that she speaks to them in French, and we don't know what she says about Haley the apple. does, because she, very few of the sentences she knows, the, how they get you to form sentences when they teach you French in the thing she was using is, a woman is eating an apple. The man is eating an apple. The kids are, and so when she was like, <laughs> so, uh, mange la pomme, she goes, mange la pomme, <laughs> eating an apple. You know, she was very excited um, that she could use some of her French knowledge. <laughs> in this uh but then we see the where they've been staying for the last six weeks yes this dope ass uh and a fun little uh, lobster connection uh i have it up here um the young girl who is with the grandson uh-huh. of that guy uh-huh. is the maid 
uh, in the lobster. Um, I thought she looked a little familiar. Yeah. I believe, hold on, let me see if I have that right. Um, she's also married to Yurgos Lanthimos. Uh, no, that's funny. Yeah. Um, her name is Ariane Lebed. Whatever. I was never going to get that right. <laughs> anyway, guys, I wasn't going to get that right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so we see what they've been saying for the last six weeks. They've been staying at a uh, fellow writer's kind of Greek summer home. Yeah, because he is not Greek. No, he is British, who just happens to also know how to speak Greek. Of course. Uh, oh, and that actor actually passed away recently. Oh, no. Passed away in 2017. Oh, no. Uh, but anyway, and uh, so they're staying at this guy named Patrick's house, uh, or his summer home, with another writer, uh, Stephanos, mm-hmm. who I actually love that dude. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see where he, where yeah, any other movies he'd done, but I just love how that actor was handling the scenes and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so i just love i love the character of stephanos um and i really like that conversation that they're having and about the about the books yes or, and of course uh, a wonderful piece of um non-expositional exposition is when they talk about that time which is the second book mm-hmm. um we kind of get a little bit of what happened when the screen faded to black um in before sunset oh <laughs> They blacked out of the windows on the airplane and had sex. I mean, come on, you didn't actually do that. And he's like, "You, you did." And you know, and of course, then we understand why his ex-wife hates him so much. But yeah, because you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, not a big deal. It's just you know he definitely had sex with Celine. Yeah. Um, once she was done pretending to be Nina Simone, right? <laughs> oh. Uh, as I said last week, they one hundred percent. Yeah, I know. Well, one hundred percent bone. Hey, you, you you got you got your confirmation. All right. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I don't. I didn't write it down because I didn't want to. But the the title of his third book is ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's, um, no! Don't even try. Listen, I just know the last word is the last sort of sentence is uh, preparing a play called Fleeting. Yeah, and that oh was my it. God, Lord. Um, you know, because I love that Stephanos is like, it's too long. It's too long. It's too long. And Patrick is like, well, no, like, like that's that's good. And he's like, it's too. And Patrick long. really liked this third book. Uh, well, which has nothing to do with him in Celine. Which... Well, is the third book? Was he pitching the third book or no? Because he's still writing the third book. No, no, he no, was no, still no, writing no, no. the fourth book. He's writing the fourth book, and he's telling them what's the fourth book going to be about. And right. Patrick loves the idea of. You know, this is all through people's perceptions, right. which kind of plays into the fight. Because I've noticed throughout each movie, Linklater, well, actually mainly was before Sunset, when Jesse's talking about the idea he's got for the next book, it's a foreshadowing of sort of something that's going to happen later in the movie. Yeah. Um, and so he's talking about like, you know, you know, this idea of people's perceptions and where Stefano's like, well, it's time. You're 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 talking about time. And yeah. He's like, no, I'm talking about perception. Yeah. And you know, as we get to the fight, it's we're seeing it from both of their per- perception. Anyway, um, and then we get this nice, really cool dinner scene with Stefano's, his wife, Jesse and Celine, the grandson and the girlfriend, and then Patrick and his uh, best friend's 
Wife. Widow. Widow, right. Yes. And um, they just have this long conversation about romance and what it means to be in love. And, mm. uh, you know, and, you know, they ask about how Celine and Jesse meet. And Stephanos goes, well, haven't you read his books? Which you can tell um, still bugs Celine. It does. It does bug her that she's a character. You know, mm-hmm. in these books, that doesn't seem to represent who she thinks she is, right? Right. This is not me, and that's not me, and so, but people think it's me, right? Right. And we get a lot of that at the hotel as well when she is asked to sign the book, mm-hmm. and and Jesse pretty much makes her, yes, because she's like, I, I don't want to sign a book I didn't write, and he's like, she'd be happy, <laughs> she'll be happy to, right? Um, yeah. So it still kind of bugs her because I, you know, Jesse, as she says repeatedly, he's got a great imagination. And I think she, I think she's bugged by the fact that he probably played with events a little bit, mm-hmm. and, you know. And he, he, as writers would, he, he, uh, um, over exaggerated maybe moments that she doesn't like. But you know, any writer, I, I think the reason why she's bugged by it so much is because he has told her, yeah, it's it's based on what we did. And I think that's why it bothers her. I, th- yeah. I think if he was more, had been more direct in the books mm-hmm. and not over-exaggerated and made things more maybe down to earth, maybe she wouldn't have been as bugged by it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But in the middle of this nice, actually very decent conversation about love and how each couple feels about love, uh, Celine brings up, you know, Chicago. Which I was like, well, I was like, what are you doing, Celine? She's like, you know, he wants me to sacrifice my dreams and move to Chicago. And he's like, well, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. I never said that. And you could tell he gets visibly yeah. upset because he did never say that. But I agree with you. She she knows that's where the that's eventually where the conversation is going to go. Yeah. Um, and I just I, I really liked I think the other reason why I really like this one is. It wasn't all walking and talking. There were these moments yeah. where people were sitting and talking together. We're sitting and talking group. instead of walking and talking. A, <laughs> that's how you can tell it's different. That's that's It's different. And there's more people talking. Yeah. So. Um, but as the past two movies, we eventually do get Celine and Jesse. Walking and talking. Walking and talking. And With, they, even, they even mention it. Like, what was the last time we just walked and just bullshitted? Yeah. And... And 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 I and I really like this moment of them walking to their hotel that Stephanos and his wife booked for them. That way they can have sort of a date night. Um, I like this moment from them walking from Patrick's house to the hotel. Yes, because it is very reminiscent of the other two. the other two. Right, but it 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 reframes before sunrise. Yeah, because now here they are, almost uh, ninety four, two thousand twelve. Oh no, eighteen. Eighteen years later. Still walking and talking, talking about, you know, philosophy and love and... And this is where we get the big bombshell that really disappointed me in the same way that Jesse being married disappointed me, which is they are not married. Yes. He, he, I guess, being there for, you know, two months, had found a chapel that he wanted to show to Celine. And as they're looking at the chapel, they talk about how... The girls asked about when we got married. Mm-hmm. 
And that's, yeah, that's when we learned that they aren't married. They aren't. And Celine doesn't want to be married. And it really disappointed me because, you know, I'm I'm mushy-gushy with these guys and I want them to be married. <laughs> and I want them to be together forever. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I want. I mean, true. Yeah. But I guess in this world, it's not very realistic, right? Because, you know, they didn't have a traditional relationship right and so why would they have a traditional marriage marriage but if i'm being honest technically they're married yeah i mean they they spawned two humans is that they're married is that common law married is that what that's called yeah but maybe it's different in france in in the state of texas no well actually when you combine assets Mm. so you don't even have to have kids as soon as you combine assets in the state of texas you are married uh (laughs) that's wild i did not know that you are common law married Oh, in the state of Texas. If you, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. I learned that from a essentially a math class that I took uh, in college. Mm. It was it was a it was it was kind of a different sort of math class, and we had someone from a bank come and talk to us and you know, like talk to us about the you know the advantages of four hundred one k or whatever. I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make this side story really short. I have a and and someone in my class raised his hand and was like, hey, you know, like I have a question about like. You know, a buddy of mine, he and his girlfriend got, like, a joint account. Is that pretty smart to have? And the lady didn't say it was dumb, but she was like, well, in the state of Texas, they are now common law married. And he was like, oh, really? Which means it was him. It was him. And he was like, oh, really? And she was like, yes, you know. Anyway. But, yeah, who knows? But in my eyes, they're essentially married. But I get their daughters wanting to know. They're probably just as mushy-gushy as I am. You know, yeah. and they want, you know, the, the fairy tale wedding and mm-hmm. the story and the, you know, yeah. the ceremony and oh my God, they love each other. They want to be together forever. They're wearing the rings. They're not wearing rings, by the way. And I caught that, but I first, when I, when I first caught that at the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, maybe they just don't want to wear rings or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like, oh, they're not married. And that really bummed me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's because I think that's the one thing that Celine wants to hang on to or maybe a little bit to be a little bit more independent maybe is that's a good point is this is the the only thing i can hold on to that i have control of is because yeah, we're so not f- technically married because what's so funny is we get to know these characters so well yeah. throughout you know these, these 18 these three, years yeah right? and so it's almost like just like you said the way you just said that it was like i get it because i know her you know what I yeah mean? and yeah. that's how it feels right yeah. and, and you know and, and jesse wants to but he he respects the fact like you know what I'm not going to pressure you to get married. If you don't want to get married, we don't have to get married. If you're I love anything you. like my dad, why bother? Right? Yeah. He Seven years he spent with D before he married her. Right? Because yeah. he's just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I've done it before. And it's just like, well, you know? Yeah. Um, and so he may be in that mindset as well. Could like, be. He may, that may be a coping mechanism for him. Like, I've been married before. Maybe it's fine. You know? Maybe. Yeah. And he kind, of, he kind of fucked that up. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's not all Jesse, right? We, from the conversation, of course, we're not hearing her side of it, but yeah, um, which we do. What if she's a really nice lady? <laughs> you know, who uh, his ex-wife? His ex-wife? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I doubt it, but you know what? No, no, no. From how Celine makes her sound, especially using one of my favorite words, I'm not going to say it. Uh, the C word. Yes, yeah, C word. Um, we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> a real U uh, and T coffee mug. I bought Haley a UNT coffee mug. That's awesome. That's, yeah. The 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 handle makes the C anyway. Um, whatever. Uh, 
how long did it take her to get it or did she oh, immediately she she would always say that she would say it before i bought her one she'd be like that chick's a real unt mug if you know what i mean you know oh, okay so yeah. she immediately so since she was like oh <gasps> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah she holds it the wrong way tunk 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 uh anyway yeah um who knows who, who knows but I wasn't as disappointed. I mean, I was disappointed. I was like, okay. oh, they're not married. But I think I was like, well, I mean, I get it. I okay. guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, Again, that was you coping. You're like, I don't want to be disappointed. So I'm just going to say it's okay. <laughs> you know? It is okay. It's fine. You're technically married. It's fine. In my head canon, you're married. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then they make it to the hotel. And that's when we get uh, one of the concierge is a big fan of Jesse's books. Asks him to sign them. Then ask Celine to sign them, which again we see her visit. And this is, you know, again points of contention. We're 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 like you know planting seeds of Le- frustration. Yes. <laughs> right. Leading up to to the fight. Yeah. Uh, Celine does not want to sign because she feels, as you said, that's not her. Which you know, we can talk about the tension building because it is brilliant. Yeah. The way he builds up this tension, the way, mm-hmm. you know. I guess natural fights progress, progress I yeah. guess uh, you know it's this it's the little annoyance it's the rehashing of it it's the reminder it's the reminder and then it's a thing that annoys her usually mm-hmm. right which is the book mm-hmm. being brought up in a unopportune time right yeah which would bug her but now she's already kind of upset it's really going to upset her now, mm-hmm. right? And it, these things are unrelated, right? Yeah. Um, and I just, I love the way Linklater sort of lays it out. And of course, in in Delphi and Talk also, because they wrote this as well. So, you know, them laying out this tension building, it's sort of like um, what Denis Villeneuve did with Sicario, right? And yeah. In the, the border crossing scene. Oh, it's so good. You know, it's this slow build mm. and then of course once it's it's on it's on yeah right? um yeah and if i didn't say it enough uh ethan hawk and julie delpy have just such great chemistry together yeah and you could really tell that they had so much fun making these movies like working with richard working together and and really honing in on these characters right and by this time you know it's it's they, sort of it was know. second nature they're like like oh hey, we're doing another before let's oh, go great let's go <laughs> let's go that's how chris pratt's gonna say it. oh my god because he's not gonna do it yeah, yeah let's uh, uh go oh jesus christ um, anyway so they get to their the hotel room that stefanos and his wife paid for uh dope ass hotel it is really nice and i like the green yeah and they're about to get it on yeah they are uh this is um their first night yeah <laughs> in a while yeah, I was, um, oh, Bailey was there, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, you're missing boobies, because she was doing something else. <laughs> and uh, she well, was just like, oh, okay. She goes, are they good? And I go, no, they're all right. They're all right. <laughs> they're fine, I guess. But um, <laughs> but it's it reminded me of the, the scene in Shortcuts. I know you haven't seen it. It's a uh, Robert Altman film. It's Have you seen Shortcuts? No. Okay. Um, what and, would you have done? Be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, that, that'd be great. Okay, well then, you, it's <laughs> oh the okay, then you you've know. seen a movie, um, and that, you know it's interconnecting stories. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah you know, Downey Jr.'s in it. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. 
Oh. But Tom did Waits... They, do they punch her a lot in it? No, not this one. <laughs> but uh, Julianne Moore is in it, and she oh. does an entire scene bottomless, right? I'm, I, she does the entire scene, and she's having an argument, right? She's in an argument, but she's she's bottomless. She's only okay. wearing a shirt. And um, groundbreaking, right, at the time, because women don't usually do that in movies, right? Right. Um, and this one, it reminded me of that because she still has her top down, and she's on the phone. Right. Yeah. On which the is phone with Henry, which is sort of, you know, again, very realistic depiction that like, you're not going to like, you know, yeah. these people don't know they're in a movie. They're not going to like put their, right. Like, oh no. Yeah. Right. Or it's like when they're in bed and they, they have the sheet perfectly here on their chest. Right. Yeah. That's not real life. Right. No. So, uh, I like that he added that detail in there. Well, and she kept it down when the argument starts. Right. So, okay. So, so I really want to talk about the argument. The argument. Um, so they're about to get it on, and what what finally sets it off is is Henry calls Celine one more time, mm-hmm. and Celine doesn't let Jesse talk to him. Not not I don't think intentionally. It's just Henry called to talk to her. Right. They and he's got to go, and then that's it. Yep. And Jesse finally can't not say something. Yeah. And that's what sets this off. Like, why didn't you let me talk to him? Why did you at least let me say hi? Well, he was boarding. He had to go. Right. Okay. Which is completely reasonable, but he's upset, and I understand. He's upset, and and it, and it just snowballs from there, and that's yeah. that's and again, very realistic. One thing leads to another, in, in a fight, and it leads to another, leads and to leads to another, another right? leads to another. It, because I also agree with Ethan Hawke. I agree with Jesse. Don't talk. Don't talk shit about his mom to him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when yeah, because I, I I don't like that. Don't do that. When I, she because yeah, when him. she says you know I told him that. Me and his mom are going to have to mud wrestle to finally get this out of, you know, kind of yeah. fix this. And he's like, don't do that. Like, because that makes him feel bad about himself. I think good luck. It was the good luck with your mom. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, You know, it's like, don't don't say that. Right. And, of course, Celine doesn't see the harm. Right. Because she sees Henry as a young man who is capable of making his own choices and it doesn't bother him, but that's not how Ethan Hawke sees it because mm-hmm. that's his, that's his biological son. Right, and that's his son, and not only that, but you know, in in tumultuous divorce cases, anything can be used against you. Mm-hmm. So uh, that could be considered like coaching, like uh, right, right, kind of turning because he's still a minor, and so like mm. he saying negative things about the other one right is going to turn turn right. the kid against exactly yeah. and yeah. so like anything could be used against and so like that's what i thought of immediately well and that makes sense yeah. why he yes he's very you know as he says like no she uses him to make my life hell mm-hmm. which is wrong you know it, it makes sense that he wouldn't like just don't say shit like that right just don't just leave it alone just leave it alone we'll deal with it and it just it snowballs because then you know, and I think it's funny how <laughs> they're starting this argument, and you can tell she's like, uh, like we're not having sex now, and so she you know puts her top right. back up, but he still thinks they're gonna have sex, so he takes off his pants. I'm like, dude, you should not have said anything. You should have waited until y'all had after waited. y'all had y'all yeah. should have waited until you after after, <laughs> after you had sex to bring can't, this up. You can't help it. He's yeah. too fired up. And too fired up. Um, and yeah, and they have this just. Because then it snowballs into 
she thinks that he resents her for making him move to Paris. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, that's not the case. I made my choice. But she's like, I'm not going to move to Chicago. And it's... And then there's these moments, and I really love it, is you think the fight is finally calming down. You're like, okay, good. Like... It's over. When she's like, you know, you are, you're a fantastic father. You are a great father. You know... Oh, good mom and dad are fighting anymore. Okay, good. Uh, And and then she says, like, you know, maybe in a month, ask me, and we may move. But right now, I don't want to move. And you think it's finally over. And then it ramps back up again. Um... Now, here's something that we should have done. Okay. Had a woman watched that argument Mm -hmm. and let us know... Who was right? right, Or not necessarily that, but, you know, because I thought the whole time, I thought a couple of times Jesse said some things that he shouldn't have. But the majority of the time, he was just trying to console. He's trying to reiterate, like, listen, that's not what I meant. I promise I'm doing that. Right. And yep. they're like, I, I, I honest to God wish you could go back and, and, and do your, you have a beautiful singing voice, you all that stuff. Like I, I thought he was trying to be the voice of reason. Now I'm seeing this from the guy's perspective. From a male point of view. Yeah. 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 I, okay. I don't. So I knew we were going to, when I, when after I finished, because I finished the movie today. Oh, okay. I didn't watch it at all last night because I just. I watched it two days ago. I wasn't in the mood. So I watched it today. Yeah. Well, as a relative to this recording. Um, so, and I knew, I was like, fuck, this, this is going to be hard to talk about because in my eyes, I mean, both are right. They both have. Now, granted, again, I know that I'm not married, but of the two of us. I'm the only one that's married yep. here. So I, I, that's how I analyze if Ashley and I get into an argument, both are right. Yeah. And yes, I agree. Jesse said a few things that I don't think he should have. No. I also think Celine said some things. I think she said more things. And that's what I'm getting at. Because I don't know if I could have watched this and have been like, Celine's right. Right, I'm on Celine's side because I'm not. Well, the well, the biggest thing I disagree with her is is what she says last, and I want to oh. save that. I want to save that. Oh, it's um, awful. It is because it, because it, this is how, and again, testament to how they wrote the movie. This is just what happens in a fight. Now, I don't want to sound wrong, but I've had like. I've seen these kinds of fights. I've had these types of fights. Celine definitely is trying to hurt Jesse. He's not. Yes, and I think that's the big difference. Is she went into it trying to poke? I think, and and Jesse pokes every now and again, but he's not. That's not his goal. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that I think this is a point of contention with them when they have a fight is. He tries, you know, as he says, can we have an unemotional, rational decision? And yes, she does bring up the fact that, oh, you're saying unemotional because I'm a woman. I'm going to be all emotional, which I get. I do. I get it. She should definitely smile more. Is that what you're saying? I agree. (laughs) I just, I really, I mean, I really like this sequence. I know. And And, And they don't, at least in my opinion. Linklater doesn't say you should side with Jesse or Celine. It's just 
They're yeah, having no, a fight. Here's the argument. Here's the argument. Right, right. Make your decision. I don't, you know, kind of like when we talked about American Psycho with Willem Dafoe, they filmed. Yes, yes, yes. Where yes, he yes, knew yes. Patrick was the killer, where he suspected or Patrick. Didn't think at all. And they cut him all together. Right. And you don't know. And that's how I felt with this. Linklater's just saying, look, they're having a fight. Here's the fight. Yeah. Um, you don't even have to, you know, you don't even have to have an opinion. I think it's nice to have an opinion because that means you care, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And the first thing I thought of was for it to be fair, for it to be even Steven, how long has he lived in Paris? Right. How long can you live in Chicago? Because that could be even Steven, right? Right. Because it's not but, like... But though, remember she said she lived in New York for two years. That's true. That's true. Listen, I know. I know. And man, know. and this and again, this argument just evolves and evolves and evolves. Yeah. And so let's just get to the thing that I one hundred percent disagree with Celine. She said it, she she only said it to hurt him. Yeah. I don't think I love you anymore. Ugh. And walks out the door. She walked out a few times. Oh yeah. Which which but <laughs> that drove me crazy. It did. I was because <laughs> she walks out because she the first time she walks out, he says, You forgot your shoes. She walks out. And she walks back in. And then the the fight evolves more. She walks back out. And then that's when he thinks, like, fuck, it's over. Because that's when he lays face down on the couch. Yeah. She comes back in. Fight evolves some more. Then you think it's going to calm down. And then it evolves. And then that's when she... Because she, she grabs the card, walks to the door, turns back around, says, I don't think I love you anymore. Ugh. Puts the card down. And walks out. It's awful. And then it's done. It's just awful. And it's awful because it was 100% to be vindictive. Yeah. It was 100% to hurt. Yeah. And, you know, and as we see at the end of the movie, she probably didn't mean it. Probably not. And But yeah. in the moment, and, 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 and I've been in these types of moments where you think, holy shit, this is it. Like, this is this is it. This we're yeah we're done we're done yeah all of this life that we built together it, it's done you know or you know and it's and it's scary but and I think I th- and, and I love the final scene yes so let's let's calm everyone down hey calm down uh there's still more to this movie there's about ten minutes left Jesse tries to fix it and. In my opinion, he does he does a pretty decent job of trying to fix it. Like, look, like I'm gonna pretend I'm a time traveler, mm-hmm. where I'm coming from meeting your 80 year old version, your 80 year old self, to essentially Paul. And I and I really like that because he's he's trying. I do like this sort of you know role play sort of apology that mm-hmm. he does. He goes, "Is someone sitting here? Can I say, do you mind?" You don't recognize me? Oh Summer God. of 94? It's so good. And it, it kind of reminded it's me. It's cute. I it, like it. It kind of reminded me of when they're talking to their friends. Yes. In, in Before Sunrise. Yes. Yes. Um, But well, she's not having it. And no, she she's keeps, so mad. And she is. And it's because, you know, when you, when you say something like that, not only are you still reeling from the argument, but I, at least in my opinion, you're thinking like, well, I can't believe I just said that. And so she's just the the wall is going up higher and higher and higher. And then Jesse finally he finally breaks and he says, "I'm trying to make you laugh. Yeah. I'm trying to fix this. If you don't love me anymore, fine. But she's like, "I don't think you meant it." 
Right. Like, and, and I for sure thought, I was like, oh my God, it's just going to fucking end. It's just going to fucking end. I know. And then she turns around and says, so what about this time machine? And I was like, oh my God. And they start to reconcile. And then that's when the movie ends. And I, if I'm being honest, I had to look it up. Because as soon as she mentioned, I'm not moving to Chicago at the beginning of the movie, I was like, holy shit, they're going to get a divorce. Yeah. And I, I had, I didn't want to, I didn't want to see anything else. I just wanted to know, do they get a divorce at the end of the movie? And I going in, I was like, okay, they don't. And that's all I knew. Okay. And, and it just, it... It's and 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 you can tell they're 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 forgiving one another mm-hmm. and they're apologizing and you know and in the supplements for before midnight they say like you know we don't know what happens to them after this at least right now we know they're gonna be okay they're fine yeah and and that's that's all I need it's all that's I need. all I need because I don't want you to do another one and no, so we're all good absolutely not the that per- time has passed by the way so yeah it's. Oh yeah, well past nine years. Yeah, it we're should've... we're at ten. Yeah, they should have. They should. It should have come out last year. Last year. Yeah. yeah, or at least this year. Right. But um, so that's before midnight, everyone. That's before midnight, and so like, oh boy, yeah. Um, Sidebar: If we offended anyone talking about the fight, we apologize. But there's that fight is just so it's so integral to the movie. And it happens. It's what makes it one of the best films of that year. Is yeah. that fight? Because it's it and it's so. And again, we only have like twenty to twenty five minutes left in this movie. Yeah. And we're getting this huge ramp up, and like you said, the tension has been laid throughout the entire movie, and then it just explodes. Yeah. So and it's it's great. Ethan Hawke provided us with great titles to these episodes. If we did titles for the season series. Um, yeah. Uh, it is uh, how he explains it, uh, and I had forgotten this piece of trivia, where he goes before sunrise is, um, what could be, before sunset is what should be, and before midnight is what is, and I know, and so I was like, Damn no, those are good titles, and yeah, but you know, we 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 had to, we don't do that for yeah. these, but I, I love the idea of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what could be right. The, the anticipation, the, um, the sort of the, the wonder, like what, where's this going? It, it kind of reminded know? me a little bit in the first one. Uh, yeah. So, so here we're, we're going to, we're going to tie everything together with this end of season. Yeah. Seven. We'll try. Um, so before sunrise kind of reminded me a little bit. And again, I've been rewatching <laughs> your mother. So I've got that on the brain is the drum roll episode when they introduce Victoria. Mm-hmm. Ted and Victoria have this amazing night together. And I wonder if maybe that's before Sunrise inspired that. Oh, for sure. Um, they have this amazing night together, but they never kiss. Right. And because Victoria says the lead up to the kiss, the drum roll is the best part. And that's what the whole movie made me think of. Okay. Of course, granted, they have sex. No, of course. And as we learned in the next one, twice... Uh, but you know, and that's, you know, and, and I like that. What could be right because they, they have, we see them immediately fall for each other and have this deep, profound love after first meeting, right? you know, and, 
And then that's it. Yeah. Nothing happens. No. At least for what we thought. Right. And then nine years later, well, uh, what should be. What should be. So by that he means, you know, like what, this is how they should be. They should be together. They He shouldn't be married to someone else. Uh, mm. She shouldn't be with this other guy, this war this, photographer. Yeah, war, yeah, pretty much. Whatever. Uh, this, you know, photojournalist. You know, they need to be together mm-hmm. forever, right? This never, is how, never, never. This is how it should be. Yes. Them walking and talking forever. And then um, and then this one, what This is. is what it is to be together, right? Yes. And this is, you know, all of this um, anticipation and, you know, this is how it ended up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it doesn't necessarily mean he's not saying this is how all relationships end up. No, but it, it, but it just means for, for them, yeah, they're going to have fights. Yeah, but if they work together, which I believe they will, um, they'll make it through. Yeah, and they'll have a long and happy relationship. And and, and and we, I kind of scathed over it. I love the conversation of when they calculate how many more years they need to be together. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's 56, right? Yeah. Uh, and she asks, will you still want to be with me in 56 years? And he said, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And I, I just like, oh, gosh. Because, you know, this is right before the big fight. Yeah. So right now everything is still lovey-dovey. And it just, and man, like, I'm so glad <laughs> That you chose to do this. Yeah. Because I remember yeah, I remember one. you showing me the Criterion, which, uh, I got it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I, may, I may have Future Rain put up a picture of maybe, like, the box art or something like that. And the art for each individual one is really good, too. Yeah. I like um, the painting they use. And it's, it's just so... I You know, I've never seen a trilogy like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Like... And just because my eyes hit it first, let's use like the Dark Knight trilogy for an example. Sure. Um, sort of the same kind of formula. We we have these time jumps that Christopher Nolan does with the evolution of Batman, and we're picking up with him at different points in his life and his career. And yes, the Dark Knight trilogy is phenomenal. The Dark Knight is, in my opinion, one of the best comic book movies yeah, of course. ever made. Yeah. Um, but. The before trilogy, just this this idea of a continuing story, I just, I've never... Well, it's like this idea that became boyhood, right? True. It's, you know, how can we do this in real time? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, you know, waiting the literal nine years every, between each movie. Yeah. You know? Do you think, do you think he chose nine because of the time it took from before sunrise to before sunset? Maybe. And it was just like, hey, well, let's wait another let's nine. Let's wait another nine. I have no idea. That I don't. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be. Uh, oh, and I noticed, I guess his leg was broken while they were filming this one. So he yeah. was being pushed around in a wheelchair, That's Link later right. was. Um, whoopsies. Yeah, oops. But, I mean, it's okay. He's oops, fine now. Oopsie doopsies. But I just, I'm really glad you chose this, man, because I remember you telling me when you showed me yours and you're like, dude, it's the the best trilogy ever made. And I was like, that can't be true. It is though. And seeing all three of them now, it I I agree, man. Like it's every movie got progressively better. It got 
you know, this story of, of love and romance just deepened with each movie. And it, and it all culminated in, in this one. And it's just, it was so, it was so good. I told Ashley, um, uh, after I finished it, I was like, I think you would really like these. Yeah. Watching this story of love start, love pick back up again, and love kind of, and well and and she was going off of what I told her. I thought they I thought they did break up in this one. And she was like, Oh, and love end. I was like, No, no, no. Love fight for each other. Yeah, lo- love stumble. <laughs> love stumble, yeah. Sure. And I was like, and and I was like, and I think you would really enjoy these and yeah. she was like yeah maybe I, I may watch them with you it's sometime. not like a it's not like your typical romance no it's not like movie. oh my god i love you oh my god i love you too cut five years later fighting all the time right, right, right. as we're with this it was a yeah we eventually get to yeah they fight but we had a, a slow build to that right and i don't know man it's just it's awesome yeah it's so good and it's and it's as we talked about back in episode one, you know, it's, you know, Linklater doesn't have these distinct, uh, um, I forgot the word. Styles. Styles. But at the same time, after watching these, it's very Linklater. Even though he doesn't have trope. There we go. He doesn't have those significant tropes. These romances, they feel like a Linklater movie. Yeah. You know, but then you can watch Dazed and Confused and it's be like, oh, yeah, that's 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 Linklater. That's Linklater. Uh, or, you know, or School of Rock. And they get that's, that's Linklater, too. Bad News Bears. Bad News. <laughs> I, I love that you keep bringing up that yeah, he Yeah, Bad News did. Bears. Do you actually like Bad News Bears? I mean, I know critics hated From it. From what I remember, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I mean, it's Billy Bob Thornton verbally abusing children. Which I love. <laughs> um, that's the best part. But I... I don't think I've ever seen the original, so I think I've right. with only, Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau, yeah, I think I've only seen this one. So, uh, so have I. The, uh, the remake, but I remember thinking it was fine. Yeah. But anyway, um, so Jeremy, are you ready to wrap up? Wrap up. Wrap up. I am. Sadly, we have to let this six. one go. Um, yeah. Because you know, I, I I enjoy being in the presence of Jesse and Celine. I I enjoy it. You know, yeah. these guys are, you know, they feel like family after a while. So <laughs> I mean, I agree. I mean, it's yeah. it is it is kind of funny, but I agree. Um, and, uh, you know, man, and they're, I'm glad you wanted to save this for an end of season series. Cause I feel like had we done this, like maybe the middle of the season, yeah, I don't think we could have given it enough time and attention. You think so? I think, I, th- I believe so. Okay. I think actually dedicating the last three episodes Chunk. of the season to these movies, I think was the right call. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, man. So, do you want to give, the, since we already know, uh, which is a first, do you want to give people a little tease for what's coming next season? Yes, I do. Uh, next season is going to be a little different. It's going to be, well, first off, it's going to be long as shit. It's going to be massive. So, this is a first, everyone. We we usually, a little, little inside baseball, we don't know what we're going to do for a season until we start it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, usually. Except, for, except for this one. You told me ahead of time, you're like, I'm going to solely pick yeah, yeah strange films yeah that, um which ones i didn't know but yeah but so for season seven i'll let you tell them the theme but season seven is going to be big since it's going to be lucky number seven expect all about 40 episodes yeah it's going to be it's going to be, be big massive yeah yeah 
So, Jeremy, what's the theme that we agreed on? Uh, the theme is movies we've never seen. Yes. Um, and that means movies that I've never seen will be my picks. Movies he's never seen will be his. Now, I can have seen his before. That's mm. fine. But um, And vice versa, it, even right. though every one on your list I've never seen either. So And so I, I'm excited to not only expand, right? Mm-hmm. Um but also it just it's an excuse to watch the movies on my shelf that I haven't touched yet. Exactly. As so. I as I explicitly told you the other day uh how my Criterion movies I buy for the collection. Yeah, you you blind buy those. Um sure. do I have an intention to eventually watch them? Yes. Will it bother me if I don't? Not really, but when it comes to the other movies on the shelf, yes, I have to watch them, even if I've never seen them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to watch it. Got it. Uh, I think the only one on that shelf, on the on my shelf that I haven't seen, I mean, and there's a couple, uh, are like Queen and Slim, uh, Sunrise, and I think like Glenn Glary. Glenn, <gasps> Glenn Ross. I love Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross. Um, but other than that, God, I've so seen almost every movie on my shelf. Yeah. So, this, like you, this is an excuse to actually watch the yep. movies I physically own mm-hmm. and get more. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everyone. Um, we hope you have, firstly, enjoyed our end-of-season series yep. uh, as the episodes have progressively gotten better from talking about, man, oh, that yeah. movie was so good. Hey, movies are good, huh? To, okay, this movie, like, let's talk a little oh, yeah. bit to actually getting right. into the, and the nitty-gritty um, we hope you guys enjoyed season six. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's it got a little weird there for a minute. Get, you know it mean? got a little weird. It, got, uh, it gets weird. You know what I mean? Things get weird. But, uh, yeah. And, and thanks. You know, thanks again. Once again, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, for listening and through, whatever. through another season. And as a treat, we're going to throw you guys a bonus episode uh, next week. So, uh, oh, and let's go ahead and tell you what it is. Um, so you guys can participate with us in either in the group, uh, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, in the comment section, yeah, comment sections of any place that it'll be. Um, we are talking about movies we hate. Yes, we last bonus episode was movies that. Well, no, it was the movies that made us kind of thing, uh, or was it the ones that we? No, no, no. It was like the like the ones that we stood out to us. The one before that. Oh, the one before that was, was movies that have value. Right. Movies that. Everyone else hates that we love, but we love, right? But these are going to be movies, dude, that I just cannot stand. Uh, so there may be some on this list that you everyone has seen that you love, yeah. But maybe I'm going to talk about a movie that you love that I hate, and guess what? You're wrong, and I'm right. So, all right, everyone. Well, again, thanks for sticking with us for another season. Um, we will see you next week for our bonus episode, and then we'll see you guys in season seven.